Hello, welcome to the River Body. This is Jen. It is a full moon, full moon in Aquarius. It is August 1st. Yes, August 1st, 2023. And this moon has me totally all over the place. I don't know about you all, but wow, what a day. So many things. But here I am with a book in my hand that I was not expecting to find, but I was doing something completely different and found this little book on my shelf that I don't recall ever really seeing before. It was my mom's. And it it is a beautiful book, and I want to share the story. So welcome to this episode of The River Body called Story Time. <laughs> story Time. The story is called The Fall of Freddy the Leaf, and it is a story of life for all ages by Leo Biscaglia, PhD. Now, what I should have looked this up before I even started this, but I didn't. I'm just jumping in. I'll tell you what I know of him is my memory of being a young child of maybe seven. And my mom had all of these books from this man, Leo Biscaglia. I I don't even know if I'm saying his name correctly. It almost looks like Biscaglia, (laughs) which I know it's not like that. So um, anyway, I think he was like the he was like the self self help love guru guy of the early eighties, late seventies, early eighties. PhD of what? I don't know. A therapy? I'm not sure. All I know is now I own a handful of his books, and this story I want to share on this full moon in dedication to my dear friends who, um, one of them just crossed over last night at 1111 with the full moon transitioning. I love that so much, that timing, so beautiful. Um, I just, part of, I think healing on this earth is healing how we deal with death or how we talk about death or be with death. And, I found this story. It's so beautiful. I'm going to share it. You can play it for your kids when they're going to sleep. You can play it in the car. You can listen to yourself. You can share it with your friends who are grieving any loss, or you can just enjoy it. But here's called The Fall of Freddy the Leaf by Leo Bascalia. Spring had passed, so had summer. Freddy the leaf had grown large. His midsection was wide and strong, and his five extensions were firm and pointed. He had first appeared in spring as a small sprout on a rather large branch near the top of a very tall tree. Freddy was surrounded by hundreds of other leaves just like himself, or so it seemed. Soon, he discovered that no two leaves were alike, even though 
they were on the same tree. Alfred was the leaf next to him. Ben was the leaf on his right side, and Claire was the lovely leaf overhead. They had all grown up together, and they had learned to dance in the spring breezes, basking lazily in the summer sun, and washing off in the cooling rains. This they all did together. But it was Daniel who was Freddie's best friend. He was the largest leaf on the limb and seemed to have been there before anyone else. It appeared to Freddie that Daniel was also the wisest among them. It was Daniel who told them that they were part of a tree. It was Daniel who explained that they were growing in a public park. It was Daniel who told them that the tree had strong roots which were hidden in the ground below. He explained about the birds who came to sit on their branches and sing morning songs, and he explained about the sun, the moon, the stars, and the seasons. This guy knew everything. Freddy loved being a leaf. He loved his branch, his light, leafy friends, his place high in the sky, the wind that jostled him about the sun rays that warmed him, the moon that covered him with soft white shadows. Summer had been especially nice. The long, hot days felt good, and the warm nights were peaceful and dreamy. There were many people in the park that summer. They often came and sat under Freddy's tree. Daniel told him that giving shade was part of his purpose. What is a purpose? Freddy had asked. Well, it's a reason for being, Daniel had answered. To make things more pleasant for others is a reason for being. To make shade for old people who come to escape the heat of their homes is a reason for being. To provide a cool place for children to come and play. To fan with our leaves the picnickers who come to eat on their checkered tablecloths. These are all reasons for being. Freddie especially liked the old people. They sat so quietly on the cool grass and hardly ever moved. They talked in whispers of times past. The children were fun, too, even though they sometimes tore holes in the bark of the tree or carved their names into it. Still, it was fun to watch them move so fast and to laugh so much. But Freddy's summer soon passed. It vanished on an October night. He had never felt so cold. All the leaves shivered with cold. They were coated with a thin layer of white, which quickly melted and left them dew-drenched and sparkling in the morning sun. Again, it was Daniel who explained that they had experienced their first frost, the sign that it was fall and the winter would soon come. Almost at once, the whole tree, in fact, the whole park, was transformed into a blaze of color. There was hardly any green left. Alfred had turned a deep yellow. Ben had become a bright orange. Claire was a blazing red. And Daniel, a deep purple. Freddie was red and gold and blue. How beautiful they all looked. Freddie and his friends had made their tree a rainbow. Why did we turn different colors, Freddie asked, when we're on the same tree? Each of us is different. We have had different experiences. We have faced the sun differently. We have had cast shade differently. Why would we not have different colors, Daniel said matter-of-factly. Daniel told Freddie that this wonderful season was called fall. One day, 
a very strange thing happened. The same breezes that in the past had made them dance began to push and pull at their stems, almost as if they were angry, and this caused some of the leaves to be torn from their branches and be swept up in the wind and tossed about and dropped softly to the ground. All the leaves became frightened. What's happening, they asked each other in whispers. It's what happens in the fall, Daniel told them. It's the time for leaves to change their home. Some people call it to die. Will we all die? Freddy asked. Yes, Daniel answered. Everything dies. No matter how big or how small, how weak or strong, we first do our job. We experience the sun and the moon, the wind and the rain. We learn to dance and to laugh. Then we die. I won't die, said Freddy with determination. Will you, Daniel? Yes, said Daniel, when it's my time. When is that? asked Freddy. Well, no one knows for sure, Daniel responded. Freddy noticed that the other leaves continued to fall. He thought, well, it must be their time. He saw that some of the leaves lashed back at the wind before they fell, and others simply let go and dropped quietly. Soon the tree was almost bare. I'm afraid to die. Freddy told Daniel. I I don't know what's down there. We all fear what we don't know, Freddy. It's natural, Daniel reassured him. Yet, you were not afraid when spring became summer, and you were not afraid when summer became fall. Those were natural changes. Why should you be afraid of the season of death? Does the tree die too? Freddy asked. Someday... But there is something stronger than the tree. It is life. That lasts forever, and we are all a part of life. Well, where will we go when we die? Well, no one knows for sure. That's the great mystery. Will Will we return in the spring? We may not, but life will. Then what has been the reason for all of this? Freddy continued to question. Why were we here at all if we were only to fall and die? Daniel answered in his matter-of-fact way. Well, it's been about the sun and the moon. It's been about happy times together. It's been about the shade and the old people and the children. It's been about colors in fall. It's been about seasons. Isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? (laughs) That afternoon, in the golden light of dusk, Daniel let go. He felt effortlessly. He seemed to smile peacefully as he fell. Goodbye for now, Freddy, he said. Then, Freddy was alone, the only leaf on his branch. The first snow fell that following morning. It was soft, white, and gentle, but it was bitter cold. There was hardly any sun that day, and the day was very short. Freddy found himself losing his color, becoming brittle. It was constantly cold, and the snow weighed heavily upon him. At dawn, the wind came that took Freddy from his branch. It didn't hurt at all. He felt himself float quietly, gently, and softly downward. As he fell, he saw the whole tree for the first time. 
how strong and firm it was. He was sure that it would live for a long time, and he knew that he had been part of its life, and it made him proud. Freddie landed on a clump of snow. It somehow felt soft and even warm. In this new position, he was even more comfortable than he had ever been. He closed his eyes and fell asleep. He did not know that spring would follow winter, and that the snow would melt into water. He did not know what appeared to be his useless, dried self would join with the water and serve to make the tree stronger. Most of all, he did not know that there, asleep in the tree and the ground, were already plans for new leaves in the spring. And that, my friends, is the circle of life. Brought to you by Leo Biscalia and the fall of Freddie the Leaf. My name is Jen. This is the River Body. Happy, blessed, full moon. May we stay present. Present. May we stay present in our moments. Present in our lives. Present in our bodies. Present with each other. present with the cycles of life that is right now. Thank you for listening. May your thirst always be quenched. Until we meet again.